Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Welcome to episode 128 of French Way podcast, episode 128. And this episode, I have to say, was not quite um, planned. In fact, it was suggested uh, by my husband who said, uh, um, have you ever done something about uh, Bastille Day to explain about um, so the French national holiday in your website or in your podcast before? And I said, ah, I don't think so. Uh, so what I did, I kind of uh, shuffled around with the schedule of um, the episodes I've already um, prepared for a recording and I decided to uh, fit this one here. I think it is uh, now just past uh, July the 14th. And maybe if you're in France at the moment, if you've uh, arrived for a, a trip to France in July, you may have uh, attended one of the the Basile Day celebrations and seen the beautiful fireworks that are like nationwide on that day. So yes, I'm going to talk about it a little bit on the historical and cultural aspect. I'm going, of course, to give you some vocabulary to talk about um, Basile Day. And uh, I'll also share personal stories from uh, from my childhood related to to that day. So what do you call Bastille Day in French? Uh, we don't say le jour de la Bastille. Uh, Bastille Day is the English way of uh, talking about what we call la fête nationale. So the national uh, holiday, la fête nationale. And it's also called simply by its date. And it's uh, also the, the legal name of, um, of uh, that uh, celebration is simply le 14 juillet. So, for example, what are you going, uh, what are you doing on Bastille Day? Qu'est-ce que tu fais pour la fête nationale? Or, qu'est-ce que tu fais pour le 14 juillet? So, as the English name um, suggests, um, uh, July the 14th is a celebration of uh, la prise de la Bastille. So, prise is from the verb prendre. Uh, la prise de la Bastille is the, the storming of the Bastille. The Bastille was, uh, I'm going to explain in a moment, but it was a, a, a prison in, in Paris. And so, in short, what happened? During the monarchy, so before uh, the French Revolution, uh, there were, I don't know if you can say free estates uh, in English, but there were like three categories of, uh, of people. The, so the, la noblesse, the nobility, le clergé, the, so the clergy, the Catholic uh, clergy, and the rest of the population. So actually most of the people were uh, le tiers état, so the, the third estate. And uh, of course, the tiers état were completely subject subjected to uh, the king, to the monarchy. They didn't have uh, much uh, power and were getting in increasingly frustrated by, by this and by their terrible living condition and uh, the starving and poverty. On the 11th of July, uh, nine, uh, 1789, Jacques Necker, who was at the time the, the finance minister and who was uh, on the third estate side, he was uh, sympathetic to the third estate, he got fired. And uh, therefore, so the, the people from Le Tiers Etat, uh, the people of Paris, um, 
got worried that uh, themselves and their representatives uh, may be attacked by the royal army, may be uh, repressed by the royal army. So what they did, because uh, the Bastille, that prison in Paris, had a large supply of um, ammunition and gunpowder, they um, they attacked um, the, the prison in order to get hold on, like uh, to, to, to get the, these weapons to defend themselves. The Bastille uh, being known for holding political prisoners on a completely arbitrary um, basis was also a symbol of um, the absolutism of the monarchy. If you uh, were uh, doing or just writing something uh, that the um, royal government uh, did not like, you could end up in that uh, in that jail. So, um, in addition to being a place where uh, ammunition was stored, it was also um, a symbolic place. But did you know, and I didn't, because I actually uh, found it when I was doing the research to prepare that episode, that it's not um, July the 14th, 1789, uh, which um, is uh, celebrated on Bastille Day, but the first anniversary of it, so the uh, 14th of July of the following year, um, so 1790. On that date, so one year after the storming of the Bastille, there was a big celebration. It was called uh, La Fête de la Fédération that happened on the Champ de Mars. So Champ de Mars is this big um, uh, grassy lawn uh, that is uh, just at the foot of the uh, of the Eiffel Tower, and that's unless they change, but that's normally where the firework in Paris is uh, being fired. So on the Champ de Mars is uh, the place to go. Well, it's if you don't mind the crowd, uh, but you will have um, the best view uh, from there. So there was a big celebration on the Champ de Mars, and the the king itself attended. It took about fifteen years for uh, the monarchy to really like um, fall apart and France to start having uh, presidents, basically. So that Fête de la Fédération, which was uh, organized uh, as a commemoration of the first anniversary of the um, storming of the Bastille, was a celebration to celebrate the um, reconciliation and unity of all uh, French people. And it symbolizes the end of absolutism of monarchy and uh, the beginning of the Republic. And that law of uh, choosing 14th of July for uh, um, as a date for um, the French national holiday was made official uh, only like much later, like uh, almost a hundred years later, actually ninety years later, on um, in July 1880. So what do we say on uh, Bastille Day? Like I, I always receive some SMS or um, email from um, students or from uh, you listeners who um, think about me and say like uh, uh, Joyeuse Fête de la Bastille or, or what do we say, how do you say uh, Happy Bastille Day. So it's very kind of you to, uh, to think about me but really we don't say anything. There's no saying. Um, for Christmas, we say Joyeux Noël. For birthday, we say Joyeux Anniversaire. Uh, for New Year, we say Bonne Année. But for Bastille Day, we don't say anything. Um, 
It's just um, so a national holiday, a bank holiday, which is called un jour férié. So that's when you don't work. For me, it's never changed much uh, things because um, uh, that celebration being in the middle of a, a, the long term, the, the summer school holidays, it didn't change anything <laughs> for me. But for the people who are not already on holiday, they, they get a day off on that day. There are military parades in many places in France, even uh, maybe in small towns sometimes uh, that are uh, organized. The most famous uh, of them being the one in Paris. So military uh, parade pageant is un défilé militaire. Uh, the one in Paris is on the Champs-Élysées. So you need to get there very, 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 very early to get a good spot. And uh, the um, President de la République Française, the French President, uh, is there. And there are also like La Patrouille de France. So the the French planes, like military uh, planes and the Navy and many other countries are invited as well. So uh, for this year, we're in uh, 2017, it's going to be the first um, défilé militaire for Emmanuel Macron, who's been elected uh, the new um, French president about two, yeah, two months ago now. I've never been to the défilé militaire in Paris. Um, what I like about 14 juillet is la retraite au flambeau. So um, we take, we uh, get a, a small uh, paper lanterns, usually in an accordion shape, sometimes as balls or there are all, uh, all kinds of. So this paper lanterns, which are called uh, les, les lampions, are often just given by uh, the um, the firefighters usually volunteer firefighters especially in the little towns they, they um, distribute one lampion to like every every child and so that's at um, that's at sunset and then you walk through uh, like there's a designated like itinerary um, and everybody walks together there can be hundreds or thousands of uh, of people walking with uh, the colorful lanterns it's uh, it's really nice sometimes children cry because you know what uh, their uh, lampion takes uh, like uh, gets on fire and so you have to just uh, throw it on the floor and um, usually just let it burn sometimes parents like uh, stump uh, on them with their shoes and then kids are crying because they don't have their lantern uh, their paper lantern anymore last year uh, when I went back to France uh, with my husband and our baby girl um, we did that um retraite au flambeau so this little uh, walk by night and i had um, posted a couple of photos on instagram i think i'm going to repost them in the show notes of the episode so frenchaway.com.au slash podcast 128 if you want to to see them and uh yes yeah, so you walk and uh, often often well Actually, that's what happens in my uh, small uh, hometown. Uh, you walk to the place where uh, the, the firework will uh, be fired. So firework is le feu d'artifice. So it's an artificial fire. 
And if you are on holiday, uh, so that's past now, but for next year, if you are on holiday um, in France uh, for uh, Bastille Day celebration, do check with, um, so wherever you'll be staying uh, on that date, because some um, some places, some towns, some cities, they have their fireworks not on the 14th of, um, of July, but on the 13th. So it would be a pity to, to miss it. One year, I was in uh, Normandy, uh, in Deauville. Deauville is uh, very famous for its uh, big casino. Uh, not that I go to the casino, but it's famous for that. Uh, it's also famous for the uh, American Film Festival. Um, yeah, so I was on the beach in Deauville watching the fireworks and I could see uh, the fireworks that was on the other side of the estuary. Uh, the fireworks from Le Havre, so that was two fireworks, two fireworks in one. It was a good, uh, good experience. And then uh, sometimes, depending on the um, the place where you are in France, there may be a bal populaire, so that's a public dance, a, a village dance. Um, so generally after the firework, sometimes with just a band and accordion, like in the old times, or sometimes just with a um, the modern uh, modern equipment. Another anecdote about uh, July the 14th, which was years ago, I can't tell you how old I was. I was in primary school, certainly, but I can't tell you uh, more precisely. Um, but it made a deep impact on me. I think I've been traumatized on that day and on that morning. I found out that um, my goldfish, Bubul, had died. Yeah, so it was a first for me. Like, I don't have pets because I don't want to have to deal with uh, pets dying. I just, like, yeah. So, uh, I cried all day, all day. I was inconsolable. And I didn't even want originally to go to the uh, firework in the evening because I was so grieving and so teary. And, uh, yeah, my parents had to insist to take me there. And, I, uh, yeah, just tried to uh, distract me a little bit. And I remember that I was, uh, I was glad I uh, did end up going because it was a bit uh, refreshing after so many tears during the day. Um, I also want to say a few words about La Marseillaise, uh, which is the uh, l'hymne national uh, français, so the French national anthem. All the words that I say in French are um, written in the show notes if you wonder how they are spelled. This uh, song was composed by uh, Rouget de Lille in 1792, and it's actually a military song. Well, well, I say actually, it's not surprising. It's as if you look at the lyrics, uh, it's a military song that was written to uh, to support uh, the soldiers to basically to give them enthusiasm and and uh, courage and strength for the battle. Uh, so I don't know if I said it in the 1792. Ah, uh, my opinion about the national anthem is uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, Maybe it was good uh, 300 years ago uh, if you needed courage to go to the war, to the battle. But uh, I think it is uh, very, very violent. And there are so many uh, beautiful um, 
uh, beautiful uh, anthems, like the one of my, like actually second citizenship now I've become Australian as well, I find it is uh, is pretty beautiful and there are many countries who have a, a nice song. So I think it would be really, and I'm not the only one to... Uh, to think, uh, to think like this, um, I wonder if there has seriously been debates about, or if it's just lightly been talked about. But um, uh, some people would like to actually change the national anthem to something that is uh, more um, uh, peaceful. If you are interested into, uh, if you are interested in <laughs> history and the French Revolution, etc., there's uh, my French Way podcast episode number 109 uh, where I talk about the French the old French Republican calendar so you can go listen to it again episode 109 and otherwise you know I tell you a lot about um so myself and friends obviously uh, but I would uh, love to know what's the Fête National in what the Fête Nationale in your country uh, is like, so when it is, and uh, what you celebrate, because I, I love learning about um, all this. So if you'd like to share, um, if you'd like to share this with me and with the other listeners, head to frenchaway.com.au slash podcast one two eight and leave a comment uh, at the bottom of the page in the bottom section i'd love to know thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of the french away podcast